When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Mojo will join us in just a few minutes, and I'm going to pay off that stupid bet that I made with him. But first, Jake Paul versus Tommy Fury was the biggest sporting event of the weekend. And this man right here had uh, the best seat in the house, former multiple time world champion, and now one of the greatest broadcasters in the uh, in the boxing game, Sean Porter. Sean, brother, how are you? Thank you for being here. I'll tell you what, I actually didn't have the best seat in the house because I had a photographer right in front of me the entire fight. I kept like tapping him. I'm saying, I have a job to do. I have a job to do, you know, so, but, you know, I was able to re- remain professional on air and just have a good time and and definitely uh thoroughly enjoyed uh calling well sean i had no idea i could not tell that you couldn't even see the call uh, that you had was great uh, <laughs> sean i see a lot of people split a lot of people think jake won the fight i saw deontay wilder said i i had jake winning you know four rounds but with the 10-8 round in the eighth did you agree with the decision sean i did not agree with the decision uh i i thought that jake paul Pulled it out. Um, definitely hard to score the fight when you have a referee in there trying to control the action a little, little more than I personally felt he should have been. Um, the the bo- bottom line is you just have to understand what, what you're up against as a ref. You know, the, you have two guys in the ring who are inexperienced. You have to understand that these guys are going to do some things. It's going to look dirty, but it's not going to be on purpose, you know. And I just thought that the ref... He made some moves right there, taking points from both fighters and, and moments. And I think that that really just kind of confuses everything from a, from a standpoint of points. But overall, I thought both guys did a fantastic job in, in terms of handling the moment, handling the ring itself and everything that came along with it. Um, but overall, yeah, I thought that Jake pulled it out. To me, Sean, they look like two boxers in there. They didn't look like two kids who were, you know, an actor or was a, a YouTuber. I mean, he, they look like professional boxers. I, I thought the event represented itself well. You had you, you, you're part of it. Obviously, you're as legit as it comes as a fighter. You have big stars in the crowd. You have Ronaldo <laughs> watching this thing, Mike Tyson. What did you think yeah. as a whole? I mean, yeah. this, this seemed like a really positive event and a really and just a good event for the sport, in my mind. Yeah, you, de- you definitely have to... Uh salute the, the the ministry of sport because they know exactly what they're doing skill challenge promotions they brought in fighters who everyone has seen fight on tv not to say hey let's put you in a crowd so that so that people can see you they brought in legitimate fighters who support what was going on last night and obviously with me being ringside I, i'm in full support of two boxers you have one boxer who grew up in the sport no he didn't do it himself but he grew up around it and you have another guy and i think this is the hard part for people with jake they don't understand that jake 
just like a, a, any other fighter, day in and day out, is in the gym, taking care of nutrition, taking care of his body, doing doing re- the, the fight research and, and the whole nine. I mean, he is definitely committing his time to this sport just like any other fighter would. But because he comes from a different entertainment field, nobody really has given him the respect for being a boxer. I know this promotion was coined the truth. I'm like, hey, what, what do you mean the truth? There's, there's two fighters getting in the ring to fight, you know? When you have Ronaldo out there watching this, that, that means he understands what he's about to see, you know? And I think that everybody now, they want to give Jake Paul respect for being a boxer. I've given Jake Paul respect for being a boxer for a long time, but I think I'm in a position that other people aren't in where I could call and, and talk to different coaches and people who are around him. Like, hey, what's going on? What are you guys yeah. doing? I'm able to see him improve, fight match after match, whether you like it or not. Those are those are matches, right. they're exhibitions. They they now he's got his own box wreck, and the list goes on. You know, right. so no, I thought we we saw last night definitely gentlemanized both fighters. I think in a large from a large scale, but for me, where, I, where I've been sitting for a while, I consider both of those guys boxers. How was uh, Tommy able to keep Jake at bay? It, it looked like, uh, you know, his, his length uh, w- with his jab. It looked like Jake's punches were coming up just a little bit short. What was the key to to Tommy s- seemingly frustrating Jake a little bit? This uh, One of the things that you don't understand if you, like, don't do this or you haven't grown up doing it, a boxer had – it's called a boxer's eye. So a boxer can be so far away from somebody – but they have that sense of tuition to know when to throw the punch and how far they are, even though to the naked eye, it may like he's out, he may look like he's out of range. And everybody's saying Tommy's got freakishly long arms. We, yeah, he's got long arms, but he has a boxer's eye. He knows when to throw that punch, how to throw that punch, and how to get out of the way. Sean, a guy like yourself, losing is not something that you really ever did. It happens, though. What would you say to Jake? How... I'm sure he expected to win that fight yesterday and then to come out and, yeah. and to be today and, and have that first loss. What would you say to him? Yeah. How does he get past this? I was I was actually just thinking about this, and, and uh, I thought I would have an opportunity to see him last night, but that didn't happen. And, of course, you know, everything that just happened in the ring, definitely wanted to give him his space. Uh, you know, I, I, I do have the Portaway podcast, and while I want him to come on to my show on Wednesday – I was thinking to myself, it's time for him to take a step back from media. It's time for him to take a step back from all of the the functions he would normally do, a lot of traveling and things like that. Go home, go back to Puerto Rico, get with your family, friends, people that love you. Keep them around you right now and just really decompress and, 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 and get some space away from boxing right now. Boxing is a very vicious sport especially if you're misunderstood in this sport. You get a lot of people coming after you, and I'm sure he's been used to that for some time now. But why exhaust yourself even more? Take some time away from it all and just be around family and friends. That's what I would tell him. I'll get you out of here on this one, Sean. Does Jake have the ability to to go into a boxing ring and to handedly beat Tommy Fury when they do have this rematch to where it's not a split decision? Can he, can he beat Tommy Fury? This is what I will say. You're right. We'll end on this. You had Tyson Fury in the stands and you had Deontay Wilder in the stands. Three notorious matches those guys had. A trilogy fight. Uh, those guys were perfect dance partners, as we would say in boxing. I honestly think from a standpoint of these fighters, the 
the level that they're at at this point in time. They're perfect dance partners, and I wouldn't be surprised to see a trilogy. Let's end on that. Sean Porter, great job yesterday. Thank you as always, Sean. You got it, man. Thank you. Did you hear about Drake betting $400,000 on you tonight? And do you feel like that affected you through the Drake curse? <laughs> This is Drake's fault. <laughs> Drake, bro. Why you do this to me? Nah, nah, it, it's it's my fault. But um, 400000 is nothing to him. So, But he's won a lot more money betting on me before, so I, he's probably about even now. <laughs> Sorry, Drake. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get that W in the rematch. Uh, obviously, <laughs> Drake is not the only one, Mojo, that lost a bet. I was certain that Jake Paul was going to win that fight and that, you know, we we're going to have your hair all nice and fancy today. Nope. Here I am. This is not a suit, by the way. I was in the gym from the time that fight ended last night through the show, through this morning, just got here. <laughs> And, you know, you, you see, obviously, gains, big-time gains. Mojo, hit the gym, lift something. Uh, <laughs> let's talk. Look, that was Jake Paul after the fight. I got to be honest, Mojo, I give him a lot of credit uh, for a guy who uh, tasted defeat for the first time as a professional boxer against a guy who he has gone back and forth with for two years. I think Jake has really handled this really well, even making jokes about Drake being a curse. Of course, we know Jake. Uh, Drake a lot of times will bet, and seemingly the team that he bets on loses. So Jake Paul taking the defeat, I guess, with grace. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to be worthwhile at all today on this show. <laughs> Looking at you sleeveless for the first time. We got the same pit vipers on, though. I do like that part. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm with you, man. Um, I was not expecting Jake Paul to respond like that after the fight. Since it was a split decision victory, I thought Jake Paul would for sure do the Jake Paul thing and go up there and talk his trash and yep. say that either it was rigged or, you know, that the judges had it wrong, that he yep. really won the fight, immediately demand that... Uh, that rematch, of course, the rematch clause calls for that in the contract, but neither here nor there. I was not expecting him to respond like that. Uh, makes you like him a little more, I would say, or dislike yeah. him a little less, depending on, on who you're talking to. But uh, after all that, seeing the humility, obviously great to see. Even with that, not sure why he's apologizing to Drake. The Drake curse is a real thing. He should be condemning Drake. It was his fault for sure that. That he lost the fight. Uh, but, but my goodness, man, really wasn't expecting this at all. No, hey, no, me neither. I was I was so certain that Jake was going to win the fight. It was the best that I had seen Tommy Fury look ever, Mojo. Uh, I remember watching Tommy Fury watch in his previous boxing bouts, and he did not look to me the fighter that he was yesterday. I mean, he looked physically strong in there. He looked bigger than Jake. He was longer. It looked like the length and his jab was frustrating Jake, and I thought it was just a, a wonderful performance by Tommy Fury. By the way, though, I, I don't think that it was some dominating performance where Jake Paul was just run over by Tommy Fury. To me, I scored it four rounds to four rounds, and with the knockdown in the eighth round, you could argue, and one of the judges did have his scorecard where Jake Paul actually won 
the fight by a single point. But hey, look, the other two judges had it 76-73, uh, and that means that Jake loses. Now, a lot of people, Mojo, as you know, are very critical of Jake Paul. They do not believe that he is a legitimate boxer. So then when he loses yesterday, people took it as an opportunity to kind of jump in and attack Jake Paul. So Jake kind of addressed those critics, though, this morning. He, uh, he puts up a little something on his social media, Mojo, and essentially says, hey, when you lost, but you made 30 million. So at the end of the day, did Jake Paul actually even really lose yesterday, Mojo? No. <laughs> no. $30 million did not get knocked out cold, walks away intact, didn't end with a hospital visit. Uh, no, in no way in my mind did he lose no. this fight. $30 million, I mean, shoot, if he would have won the fight and made only 10, that's still not as good as losing right. and making 30, <laughs> if you ask me. I mean, I know a lot of people out there would beg to differ, but... Uh, my, my goodness, yeah, there really was no loser in this one. Right, and Mojo, don't forget, now they're certainly going to do a rematch, and both guys said it in the ring afterwards. That's going to be an extra $30 million more. And look, like Sean Porter told me uh, at the top of the show, if Jake then goes on to win that fight, it's going to be 1-1. And what are you probably looking at? You're probably looking at a third fight, a trilogy fight, $30 million more. Jake is going to walk away after it's all said and done. He's going to make 100 million bucks off these Tommy Fury fights. So, yeah, uh, if that's being a loser, then sign me up. Coming up next in TMZ Sports, the Kansas City Chiefs continue to celebrate their Super Bowl victory. A bunch of the guys, Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, head to Las Vegas, and they partied like crazy. We have all of the video, all of the pictures. We're going to show it to you next on TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. I'm back uh, with Mojo. Mojo, <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. It's been uh, it's been over a week since they won the Super Bowl, but the partying has not slowed down. If anything, it's picking up. It's Travis Kelsey and a bunch of his teammates. I'm talking guys like Mojo, Patrick Mahomes, Sky Moore. Juju Smith-Schuster and other big-time Chiefs players, they uh, hit up Sin City. So they had uh, they partied in Arizona. They went back to Kansas City for the parade, and now they're in Vegas. Mojo, watch uh, Travis Kelsey take a six-liter bottle of Ace of Spades champagne. One of the, the regular size 750 milliliter bottles is ridiculously expensive, but no, Travis takes a six liter bottle, which is eight regular bottles of champagne, and he doused the crowd. Watch this. We are the champions. We are the champions. 
Wow, that was pretty cool, Mojo. <laughs> to anyone that thinks that the Kansas City Chiefs are partying too long and not taking their offseason training seriously, I challenge you to pick up a bottle of champagne that big <laughs> and try and shake it around on stage. Uh, it's a shoulder burner for sure. I mean, look at him shaking this bottle. He's he's barely able to do so, and he certainly can't spray the crowd with it. It's too heavy to angle out. Uh, <laughs> Look, anyone going after these guys for partying for too long, maybe they're just getting started. They got at least another month that they can get away doing this stuff as yes. a team in Vegas, in Miami, in Kansas City, anywhere. I don't care where it is. You just won the Super Bowl. You killed it. Most of your team is coming back. You're looking strong for next season. Yep. All these guys are perennial powerhouses, meaning they know what it takes to get it done during the season so i'm glad that they're having their fun and enjoying it because they're just going to want to chase this feeling that much more when they get into otas and training camp and season and the postseason they're going to want to do this again so let them have a taste let them have their fun the off season is a very long time uh, so they, they got plenty of time to get back into shape. And I can tell you, I've never had better cardio in my life than going to a club and dancing all night with a crowd <laughs> chanting your name and filming you for yeah. the cameras so we can talk about you right here on TMZ Sports. You got to bring your A game on that dance floor and there's no place you get better cardio than there. So keep at it, boys. You freaking earned it. I hope you don't expect to see this ball again. Where are we at? What are we doing? Here we go. At the Johnny Damon Foundation Golf Tournament Celebrity Shot, because I'm a massive star. Why are you yelling? Because it's my voice. Here we go. <laughs> First and only shot of the day. Oh, oh <laughs> the dirt went further than the ball. <laughs> it's in the hole. <laughs> you give it, give it, give it, give it. What happens it, with it. celebrity shots, you actually play from where the dirt lands and not the ball. So we're actually sitting pretty good. That was some divot, Mojo. <laughs> <laughs> what what do you mean some divot? Do you see that shot? My goodness. I, pros out there were taking tips from me. Can we also look at the shot one more time just to see how jacked I am in that sleeveless shirt? My goodness. You're, you're approaching my levels of jacked. Yeah. <laughs> Where is this? What's going on? Why are you golfing? I love when you golf, but why are you golfing? This is for the Johnny Damon Foundation Golf Tournament. And a huge group of athletes and celebrities came out to, to play and donate to charity and, uh, my goodness, it was a good one. Started with a little party last night, a lot of a lot of karaoke, a lot of singing, a lot of dancing, and then the big golf tournament today. But uh, huge attendance, Alonzo Mourning, Ken Griffey Jr., our guy Martin Gramatica, who was hey. on the show a ton. The list just continues to go on, and that was actually C.C. Sabathia's club that I borrowed. Oh, no. Did you ruin C.C. Sabathia's golf club? Yeah, that was it. And I, he'll probably never speak to me again. Uh, his club was not returned in the same shape in which he uh, gave it to me with. So, Well, I'll say this, Mojo. He's uh, He did really well for himself throughout his career. But yeah, CeCe, one of the best pitchers of his generation. Mojo, you talked about karaoke last night. Um, you got, basically, you were all serenaded by the legendary John Daly, who I had no idea 
has actually a great singing voice. You got video. Watch this. Roger, he was really good. Brother had pipes. I, I thought he was hired what? talent at first. I had never <laughs> met John Daly. I didn't know he was the John Daly we watched yes. on television. And, uh, uh, man, bro, you could not get him off of that stage. I mean, this literally went all night long singing, and, and, and brother got pipes, man. So everyone just kind of let him go. I didn't even get to have a conversation with him because I didn't in, want to interrupt <laughs> the karaoke or the party because this guy had no off switch. It was on the entire time. But I think at one point, him and uh, Johnny Damon got up there and sang a duet, and it was just quite lovely. Uh, the, the serene voices serenading me and my wife. How cool was that? Slow dance at this party. <laughs> yeah, actually, if you go to the TMZ Sports website, we have video. Oh, well, there it is right there. You actually can hear the audio of, of Johnny Damon, John Daly. Where else are you going to see those two guys on a microphone together actually singing karaoke while Mojo dances? Uh, Mojo, we are out of time. Uh, look, Big, big UFC fight coming uh, up. UFC 285, March 4th. It's this Saturday. John Jones has not fought in a long time. Not only is he returning Mojo to the octagon, but he is going up to heavyweight. This is a big John Jones, no weight cut, just absolutely jacked against Cyril Gaon, who was one of the most athletic heavyweight, if not the most athletic heavyweight in the entire world. Mojo, tomorrow, Cyril Gaon going to join the show. Going to talk to him about everything John Jones and 285. I cannot wait for this fight. I cannot wait to talk to Cyril Gaon. Tomorrow, going to be a great show. We already talked to John Jones. Now, Cyril Gaon, definitely a recipe for... The best show since 